millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. Once, long before Tiffany or Sir Hector were even born, there lived a man named Jordan Grace, or, as he had recently become, Sir Grace. Newly knighted and looking to prove himself, he accepted a quest investigating disappearances in the small town of Shaybrook. Little did he know that this was the first step on what was to become a strange and dangerous life. Welcome to Episode 1 of Fall From Grace Part 1. The Hag. So, Grace, you are a knight in early standing, as it is sometimes referred. At the age of 21, you have become a newly minted knight. Oh, very exciting. Yes. You are on your way to a small, sleepy town called Shaybrook. The mm-hmm. town of Shaybrook has reported that there have been disappearances. Okay. And as a knight of the realm, mm-hmm. you have been dispatched to Shaybrook in hopes that you will be able to to help them with their problems. It's a small village, yeah. mostly human, about 700 people approximately. Shaybrook is governed by a council of elders who meet once a week. It's a an old tradition in Candor. Very few places still use that system. Mm-hmm. Most will have a mayorship, but Shaybrook has persisted. You assume that means that Shaybrook is very old-fashioned in many of Am its Am I aspects. to meet with the council? Is that the deal? Yes. Okay. Do I travel alone or do I have such as a horse? You would definitely. Yeah, no, it would be tantamount to insulting to not supply you with a horse. What's your horse's name? I keep wanting to say Shivers. Whatever. <laughs> Let's call it Shivers the Horse. A beautiful white mare. Short for Shiver Me Timbers. All right. Well, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Shivers the Horse. What a powerful steed. The town council will be expecting you when you arrive, but as you approach Shaybrook, the knight 
or the day starts to become long. Okay. And you can tell through the trees, you're in the ironwood forest right now. Through the trees, you can see that the sun is slowly dipping below the tips of the trees, and you can tell that soon it will be night Does this mean that I'm late, or was there not really, like, an agreed-upon time? There wasn't really an agreed-upon oh, so time. So, like, if I if I turned up tomorrow, they wouldn't be like, where were you? No. They have requested help, okay. and there's not even been a message responding saying mm. that there will be help sent. You are both the response and the message saying that there will be a response. <laughs> cool. So Shaybrook isn't really expecting you at any particular time. They don't know necessarily that you're coming. I mean, you can assume that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can assume that they think someone's coming, but you are, yeah, not expected. At are, there, are there guards at the, at the gate when I arrive? I was about to ask, did you want to push into the night? Um, yes, I, I reckon I will. Why not? Okay. I'm newly minted. You know, I got to make an impression. As you continue onwards, you can feel shivers beneath you, ironically. Mm. Shiver. <laughs> I'd like to, ironically? you know, pattern mm. my... <laughs> Is it irony? <laughs> Easy, girl. Easy, girl. You're all right. It takes you too long to notice what shivers had seen before you. Mm-hmm. Stepping out of the brush nearby, a pack of wolves appear. You can see that there are... Six wolves in total. Okay. They've, they've already begun surrounding you. Can, can I act? We're not an initiative, so feel free to do whatever you want. Okay. I would like to hurl my spirit one from the back of my of, of Shivers. Mm-hmm. Then I would like to roll off Shivers and almost use her as cover. Hefting your spear with a strong arm, you throw it at one of the wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It strikes a lead wolf. Under my breath, I mutter something like, perhaps wolves are the cause of the disappearance. You deal six points of damage to one of the wolves. Cool. Then, diving off shivers, you roll on the ground. Uh, Unfortunately, you come up without... uh, Oh, actually. Uh? Oh, no, actually, you're fine. It's an awkward landing, mm-hmm. but you don't, you know, take damage from it or anything <laughs> okay. like that. You yeah. feel like maybe your collarbone is going to be bruised mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. but you come up standing with nothing in your hands, <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> and then we're going to go to initiative. Right. Well, <laughs> didn't even look cool. <laughs> that's, that's the downside. <laughs> Grace, it's your turn. You uh, get to go again. Cool. Um, I would like to... Pull my longbow out Mm -hmm. and fire at one of them. All right. Your arrow lands in the dirt just in front of the wolf. Unfortunately, your shot is misplaced. Um, Then I'd like to action surge, and can I, I I guess, duck under the horse and grab my spear from the other wolf or wrest it from the other wolf's body? Yeah, if you want, you can use your action surge. You charge forwards, grab your spear, plant Mm -hmm. a boot in the wolf, draw your spear out, Mm -hmm. and you can attack again. Yeah, I will, and I'll slam it back into the wolf, but not lose it this time. Or at least attempt to not lose it. Oh, that means a critical something happened. You scrounging in your drawer. That or you're looking for a tissue to blow your nose. Anything's possible in this crazy life of ours. Too much flourish. Drop your weapon and make a DC 14 dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, take the weapon's normal damage. Oh, no. You fail. Oh, no. You spear yourself, dealing yourself four points of damage as you accidentally skewer your own foot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Sir Grace. Come on. 
You're better than this. Does that mean I've dropped my spear? Or do yeah, I still you've haven't? also dropped your spear at your feet. Fuck. Look, it, it's unlikely that the, wolf, the wolves are not coordinated enough <laughs> to <laughs> imagine if I picked it up and ran. <laughs> oh, no. What would I do? <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking mind Instantly, blown. that wolf story has become a million times more interesting than whatever was going to happen <laughs> We're to following me. the wolf if that happens. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Then it is the wolves' turn. Oh, no. All six of them attack you from... No, only three of them attack you from different sides. The other three go for shivers. Oh, no, not shivers. Oh, my beautiful horse, who I assume is a newish gift, but still, I've become attached. One of them nips you from one side. Another one bites at another side. <sighs> and then yeah, uh. all three of them that attack you get a good bite in on you. Mm. You're in trouble, Sir Grace. I sure am. Ten. Oh, no. I am in trouble. Oh, no. Twenty. Twenty. No, nineteen. You take nineteen points of damage. Welcome to one hit point. <laughs> Oh, Sir Grace. Fuck. Things went wrong so quickly. Oh, oh, Sir Grace. Were, if only you were not controlled by Jackson Bailey, the man who could have rid past. Yeah. (laughs) The other three wolves go for Shivers. Shivers gets bit once, twice. Three times the lady. Three times. Similarly to you, you see the wolves as they circle around. One launches itself at you or at the wolf. Maybe Mm. in perfect time. One launches itself at the wolf and one launches itself at you. Neither you nor the horse are quick enough to react. A bite. You swing and your horse kicks Mm. in that direction. But as soon as you're attacking in one direction, a wolf comes from another direction. And then again... And then again and again and again, as you are being picked apart by the wolves. Mm. So your horse takes 10. What's a horse's HP? 20. 26 points of damage. Oh, no. Shivers is brought down. Oh, no. With a terrible whinnying sound, Shivers hits the ground and goes still. Okay. Okay. What I thought was going to be a gentle fight against wolves has become a life or death situation. Good to know. It always must. (laughs) From somewhere further ahead, two arrows fly through the night. One misses, but another one strikes the wolf that you have already hurt and downs it. One of the wolves goes down. You're not sure exactly where the arrow came from, but Mm -hmm. someone out there is helping you. It's your turn, Grace. Uh, Bonus action, second wind. All right, you recover. Get some health back. It's probably not the worst idea in the world. Three points. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. What would you like to do? Um, I guess I have to just keep fighting. If I try to run, I'll Mm. get an attack of art, presumably, yeah? Yes. Yeah. You can pick up a spear and try to attack another wolf. Yeah, I will. I'll pick up a spear and and swing at another wolf. Critical hit. Hey, Bambino. Bolstered by the knowledge that someone else is trying to help me. Yeah. I'll I'll attack with the renewed gusto. Fighting for your life. Mm -hmm. 
You grab your spear. Maybe one of the wolves turns to see where the arrow came from as well. You use that moment to your advantage. You quickly grab the spear at your feet and stab up into that wolf's turned head, feeling faint. The wolf will now have disadvantage on strength, dexterity, and constitution-based rolls for a D10 for 10 rounds. <laughs> Hell yeah. Additionally... It must make a DC 18 constitution saving throw at the beginning of each of its turns. On a failed save, it falls prone. Oh, great, 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 great. You deal eight points of damage, and you can see that the wolf cry... Well, not see, but you hear the wolf whimper in agony and pain when you spear it. All right. Then it is the wolf's turn. Mm-hmm. The three wolves that downed the horse begin tearing into it. Mm-hmm. Shivers is devoured. <laughs> Oh, wow. One of the wolves, the wolf that you hurt, sprints off into the darkness, afraid and terrified. It passes its save, so it's somewhere off in the darkness. Cool, cool. Another wolf keeps fighting you and successfully bites you. Oh, God. You take four points of damage. (laughs) You're back on... You're, you're on zero. I'm staggered. No, I'm just down, no, aren't I? Yep, you're down. That's Everything goes black, Sir Grace. <sighs> I am beset by wolves. Things go in and out for you, in and out. You experience brief flashes of consciousness. The first one is you see a figure standing over you. You look up into the face of uh, like a dirty-looking peasant. Okay. But the peasant has a bow strung over their back. Then you fade out. Mm-hmm. You fade back in. You can hear two people talking. One of them says in a strong, commanding voice, grab him, pick him up, take him to town. Then you fade back out. You fade back in. You've got a vague sensation of movement. You can tell that you're being dragged. You maybe look around and you can see that there's a wooden board that you are strapped to, and someone is hefting the board and dragging it along. You fade back out. So, Grace, you are on five hit points. Cool. You wake up. (sighs) Standing around you are a dwarf, a cleric. You see that the dwarf has straight black hair and light brown eyes with big, bulbous-looking ears. (laughs) She wears chain mail and you can, well, she has a quarterstaff leaning against the table. Mm-hmm. The quarterstaff has a carved bear rearing backwards at the end of it. You see a female peasant, mm-hmm. not the one that you saw before though, but one with white hair and narrow amber eyes. Finally, you see the person who you do recognize from when you first started to fade back in. She's like I said, got a kind of like a dirty face. She looks mm-hmm. she looks like a peasant, but specifically a peasant from a major town okay. rather than a small settlement like here. Yeah, but sure. She's got soot on her face. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. She has uneven red hair and soft gray eyes. City dirty. I get yeah. you. I'd like to sit up in bed and be like, it wasn't quite the entrance I wanted to make. They laugh. <laughs> Not a nervous laugh, but a tense laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> Where are my manners? I'm so sorry. Uh... Sir Jordan of House Grace, I extend a hand. The dwarf shakes your hand and she says, My name is Thudu. Thudu? Thudu. T H U D U. 
You do. You do you. <laughs> do what? <laughs> the power of the babe. <laughs> Doodoo has a stern hand. Mm-hmm. And when she shakes yours, you feel like she could use that hand to break yours if she wanted to. <sighs> the peasant with the white hair bows deeply and says, I'm Birkinth. Birkinth. It's a pleasure. I am in charge of this village. Fantastic. Well, in a manner of speaking. Okay. And then finally, the the other peasant with the dirty face mm-hmm. says, "My name is Mally." Mally O'Malley, the alley cat. Um, are you okay? Mally says, "I am now." Uh, thank you to all three of you. I, I, I guess. Birkinth shakes her head. Don't thank me. Thank Mally. She saved your life. I would like to get down on one knee and be like, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, Mally. She seems a little... Uh, let me roll for your mannerism, I guess. <laughs> she seems a little put off. Like, she, she's surprised by this. Mm, that's fair. Uh, but she... You can... Actually... Yeah. So, Grace, you see that she blushes beneath the soot. Thank you, she says. I'd like to... little gentle, you know, cheeky smile. Stand up and be like, well, I'm, I'm here from... On high. I've uh, been informed that there have been disappearances in the village. I don't know really what time it is. from the capital? I'm from the capital, yes. Then you're a knight. Yes, I am. Sir Jordan Grace. They all bow. Oh, please. Please. None of this. (laughs) (laughs) This is is all too much. I'm just, I'm no one special. But But of course you must be. A knight? Well, look, right place at the right time. Uh, The the door... So the building opens. You can see that it's a small chapel, presumably where the dwarf lives, mm-hmm. and a man steps in. He looks overweight, and he has thick gray hair with large blue eyes. <laughs> he wears, I would say, reinforced clothing. Cool. This guy rules. <laughs> So the clothing has Power the, pants. <laughs> the, the clothing has both simultaneously the appearance of clothes that were meant for a smaller man that have been reinforced <laughs> for him, but also clothing that looks like it might be lightly padded and armored. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. The sort of clothing that might give him a circumstantial plus one to his armor <laughs> cloth. I see, I see. <laughs> he is accompanied by a red fox cool. that walks behind him. Do I recognize this man as a person of perhaps authority? Is this the kind of man I should bow to, I guess is my question. He looks important. He's definitely the richest of these people cool, by cool. far. His reinforced clothing no, is definitely fancy. Well, I give like a like a, you know, a kind of small bow. Um Ah, so this is the knight. Sir knight, I am William Innan. William Innan. William I, I explain that I am Sir Great, Sir, Jer- Sir Jordan of House Grace. He bows before you. Mm. We, the four of us, form the Council of Elders. We are oh. in charge of the town. Fantastic! I was just—that's <laughs> I'd like to like laugh and be like, <laughs> I was just about to ask where the Council of Elders were. So, <laughs> wow. Um, yes, no, it's a, it's a great pleasure to meet the four of you. I am the Knight sent from the capital. I, I hope I can do something about the problem your town is facing. Please. Come with us. I hate discussing business over anything except an ale. <laughs> okay, that sounds, sounds all right by me. <laughs> <laughs> they take you out of the chapel, mm-hmm. and you walk through the night in muddy streets towards a large stone building that has out the front a, a sign made out of wrought iron mm-hmm. that shows a hammer that has been quite clearly with like large jagged lines snapped in half. <laughs> 
Welcome to the Broken Hammer, my <laughs> establishment. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, well, it looks wonderful. Um, you walk inside. It's a what you might call in Candor, what you might call a modest adventurer's inn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-story building of half-timbered walls with a small fenced yard. Oh, okay. Accommodations consist of a, a single large room with wooden cots and wooden cots near the half. Your choice. Sure. A small private bathhouse is available. Nice. It's a lovely establishment. I've been to a lot of taverns in my time, and this is... I'm going to live with you. This one's wonderful. There, you sit down. You're given options for drinks and food. Oh, exciting. <laughs> There's boiled eggs and buckwheat bread. <laughs> dyer hair and bitter cheese. Oh, dyer hair. Yum. Cashew bread and blue cheese. Vegetable stew. Boiled eggs and dried artichoke or stewed lentils. I reckon I'll order the hair. I'll say something like, look, nearly dying works up a bit of an appetite, so I'll go that dire hair. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Also, D&D is good and all, but did you know we produce at least eight other podcasts? Like, Possibly You Wish, instead of a show with a powerful singular narrative and structure, there was a show that was the exact opposite of that, and instead of featuring any of the D&Ds for Nerds crew, it was comedians Tom Walker and Demi Lardner, who were very much in love. If this sounds like you, then why not head to sanspantsradio.com and search for bigsofttitty.png, a nightmare comedy podcast that's far better than it has any right to be. The hair, it's the size of a pig. <laughs> That's great. Suckling dye hair. <laughs> <laughs> you eat a hearty meal, a tankard of beer is brought out to you. Fantastic. William gives all of it to you on the house and then also asks you if you'd rather sleep in the, the private, more well, more private common room mm. or by the hearth. Oh, I don't mind uh, the hearth. That I'm sounds sorry, nice. we don't have nicer accommodation. Oh, for are you kidding me? This is lovely. Well... All of the council seem very pleased that you would consider this place nice. I appreciate the, the, the food and everything. And obviously, I appreciate you guys, uh, all, all four of you, coming to my aid. I, I afraid, I'm afraid it's not a terribly good impression for the person that's meant to come and help you to be bested by something as slowly as six walls. No, no, no. Please. 
It's part of the problem here. Okay. Says William. Thudu continues. Uh, yes, it's of late. It's become more and more hostile to be in the forest. Okay. Sure. I, I think Mally can elaborate that best. Mally mm. nods. Yes. I would say that that some sort of malevolence has has taken residence near our village. Okay. I'm not sure what it is or what its purpose here is, but I know that uh, animals have become more restless, violent even. I would like to pull out of maybe my satchel uh, a small like leather-bound sort of journal and mm. I would like to start writing in it. Okay. Taking down notes. I'd also maybe the journal has the symbol of my house, a dainty lady's slipper emblazoned <laughs> on the front. <laughs> And I'd like to start writing down notes. Okay. Malevolent in the far. Has anybody seen? I, I don't know anything untoward, anything out of the usual, or is it just that the wildlife has become more aggressive as of late? Well, the local woodcutters report the trees have become hostile in some manners. Hostile trees. Yes, they they don't care to elaborate too much. A lot of the people here are superstitious okay i don't know how much stock i'd put by hostile trees but if tales from woodsmen are to be believed then apparently the woods here can suddenly are suddenly able to turn a blade against gosh so the woods have become impossible to log well it sounds unlikely but i mean i wouldn't discount Mm. anything surely they've seen something out there the dark expressions of the the council become Slightly sad as well. Also, there have been disappearances. I I nod sympathetically. A few adults have gone missing in the woods. Okay. And their corpses have been discovered. Half eaten, half something else. Something Uh, far worse. Are, and I'm sorry if this causes any... uncomfortableness but are the corpses buried or are they uh, kept perhaps in a mausoleum or um we've been burning the corpses because the the locals won't have them buried Mm -hmm. uh they think there's some black magic going on and it's hard to refute that of course of course there is one corpse however in in the chapel right now or with the chapel, uh, Thudu can show you that later after okay. this. I would be permitted to see it. There w- nobody would be uncomfortable yes, of course, with of me course, doing of so. Course, okay, yes. well, I thank you for that. Uh, and finally, there have been, recently, there have been two children who have disappeared. Oh, I'm sorry. If I'm wearing a hat, I take it off. Ansis and Annette. They were brother and sister. Ansis, the boy. Annette, the girl. They, um... Their mother is quite distraught. Uh, I apparently, can imagine. Yes. Apparently, they they liked to play in the woods slightly north of here. There's a like a small crook where the trees thin out a little bit and you can almost see meadow. Mm-hmm. And apparently, one day, while this has all been happening, one day they set out to play. And when they came back, when they returned, one of them and Sis, I believe, had a nail. In his possession, a metal nail. metal nail. And Annette had a small mirror. That is curious. Yes. I only mention this because that's when they started acting out. Their mother said that they became different. They changed. And Sis became... He was a good boy. I knew him myself. This Mm -hmm. is... This is William speaking. Yeah. I knew him myself, and I had hoped maybe one day... 
I would teach him. I'm a craftsman by trade. For I make sure. beer, but I also I'm handy with wood. I'm a good woodsman. Well, I'm not woodsman. I'm a good carpenter. <laughs> I, I, I chuckle. I hope to take Ansys on as an apprentice of sorts. So I knew him a, a fair bit, and he was a good boy, polite, Ooh. always had his manners about him, and he, he would never strike someone. Okay. But after, after that day, he became aggressive, violent even. He would hit other children quite regularly and for little, little offenses. I'd like to write in my journal, bewitched, and circle it with a question mark, Obvi. And Annette similarly changed. She became shy, very shy. She didn't speak to anyone. Mm. I mean, she was always a little shy, but she just stopped talking. Mm. Stopped talking to anyone and anything. And I don't know how much I believe this, but several of the other children said that they could hear her muttering spells under her breath yeah that is very startling you're not wrong um and how soon after they returned with this nail and mirror did they disappear um it would have been about a week about a week after and it was a progressive thing it was slow at first but then over the course of the week they became more aggressive or more quieted and closeted and then after after about a week they went out to play and just didn't return. Well, we've sent search parties, but we found neither hide nor hair of them. Well, I hope that I will be able to bring some closure to this town. If I can do nothing else, I hope to do that. So, Grace, you're not sure of the significance of the mirror or the nail. Okay, cool. But you, yeah, you're just not sure of the significance. Of I them. feel like there's something there. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But but what the significance is? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, this meal is, is it like evening? What's the time? Or like it's, lunchtime? It's nighttime, definitely okay. in night. It's the same night that you were attacked. Well, if you'd like, I can get started right away, but, um. I feel, I feel you're not going to get much done in your state and tonight. So please, tomorrow morning, this is William still speaking, mm-hmm. tomorrow morning, when you arise, I would say go to the chapel, do nods. Yes, uh, tomorrow morning, when you wake up, come... Come to the chapel, and I'll walk you through the corpse. I'll be there. Crack of dawn. Okay. Well, I should probably get some rest then. Thank you so much to the four of you. No, thank you, says William. And should you need any of our help, I am not a particularly good, uh, skilled fighter, but Mally knows a way around a bow. Mally nods. And, of course, Thudu is a, a cleric. Well, I would appreciate any help I can get. But, obviously, I don't want you to put yourselves in undue danger. You do have the town to look after. You know, you are the council. So, again, I, if, if, if you can spare your services, I'd appreciate them. But please do not feel obligated. You're a kind man. All right. Well, uh, I will to bed. Um, I will see you in the morning. I will retire to my room. All right. I'll you, organize my notes within my journal and then rest a, a You'll awake in the next day completely refreshed. Yes. Okay, I'll head for the chapel. Okay. Thudu is standing outside of the chapel mm-hmm. and you can see that there's a line of people here. Mm-hmm. They all look quite clearly distressed and they're petitioning Thudu for advice. Okay. Thudu is slowly going through them. There's maybe 40 people here, quite a crowd. Gosh. And each of them you can see are saying something. It's all something to do with whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. One of them is like quite clearly a woodsman. Mm-hmm. And you can see that he's he's cradling his arm. And before Thudu, he says, 
One of the trees, it turned my blade and sliced my arm. I think I might be cursed. Can you show? Can you tell? And he puts his arm out. Thudu looks at it carefully and says, no, it's not. You're a, a fool and a, a child sometimes. <laughs> Off with you. Okay, I'd like to, if I can give, a, give a, a peep to the wound as he reveals it to see if I can see anything about it. It just seems like a simple card. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. What, uh, sir, sorry, before you leave, can you describe the tree? I could take it. I could take you to it. Well, I may ask you that of you um, at some point. I have duty to attend to this morning, but I'm Sir Jordan Grace. It's a pleasure. But um, if if later on today you take me out to, um, I hear many of the woodsmen have been seeing the trees come to life, and though I couldn't imagine what that would be, I, I would love to get, uh, well, I guess, a first hand look at where it's been happening. My name is Grattan Wood. He tells you where he can find where you can find him. Well, I thank you, Grattan. Uh, I'd like to. I'll stay with um, Thudu whilst all of these people come through and offer what advice I can as well, if they ask. A lot of people are kind of just scared out of their sure. minds. You deal with a lot of people who are just like, my child is also acting up, mm. but you're like, this is just, it's just a kid. There's nothing wrong here. Look, I, I'm not a father, but that might just be children. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get a good boy card. That's funny. <laughs> So, I don't know if, if I'm just going to establish it uh, once here. Yeah. So, you can use your good boy cards to re-roll anything. Oh, okay. Cool. So, you spend it and you can just get any sort of a re-roll. You can re-roll damage. Cool. You can re-roll an attack roll. Right. Anything sure. like that. Sometimes it'll be a balancing act between how much did you roll? Is it yeah. worth a re-roll? Or, or worth adding whatever yeah. the card. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Cool. So... You're doing this for maybe an hour before okay. you and Thudu slowly clear the crowd, and mm-hmm. then Thudu can direct you into the chapel. As we head into the chapel, I'd like to be like, Thudu, is it is it like this every day? Mm. Or perhaps since, just since, every disappearance? Since the, chi- since the children have disappeared. Of course. Well, uh, yeah, let's um have a look at the poor child and see if we can... Oh, it's an adult. Oh, an adult, the, I see. Yeah, in the okay. chapel. Yeah. You find the mangled corpse of G- uh, Gida. Mm-hmm. A male elf. Uh, I'd like to. I don't. I don't know. Have a look over the body. I'm no surgeon. I explained to Thudu, but perhaps there's something I can see that others missed. So I'm going to break it down into head, chest, arms, legs. Cool. Where do you want to look first? Uh, Well, let's begin at the head. Gita has a narrow face which is splattered with blood. Mm. There's blood, presumably from the chest up along his cheek and over his nose Mm. and even touching his eyes, which are closed. Okay. How do you want to... Uh, maybe I will um, try to open the eyes just to see if there's anything. So pull the eyelid up gently and respectfully, but to see if, that, I, I don't know if that helps me, if his eyes are bloodshot. His if... soft, what were once soft gray eyes are now, as you say, bloodshot. Mm. And I mean completely bloodshot. Deep red pools. I write down in my journal something like... Uh, uh, perhaps like a high amount of pressure or tension, something mm. like that could have caused something like this. It's very interesting. Uh, all right, I'll let the eyelids drop. I'll uh, open the mouth if I can, see what's inside there. In Inside Gida's mouth, mm. his tongue has... His tongue is missing. There's a lot of gore in here. Oh. Um, Thudu, I don't know if you know, but um, the other uh, people, co- pe- people's bodies, were were their tongues missing as well? Uh, sometimes. 
Okay. Some of their tongues had more just been destroyed, popped as if under great pressure. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to write tongue, then an arrow from tongue to great pressure or crushed. Okay, uh, I give a brief check in the ears, I guess. The uh, Gitter's pointy ears appear normal. There's a mm. little bit of blood leaking out of both of them. Okay. All right, I'll move on to torso. All right. See what I can discern here. Gitter's torso is a mess. He was wearing, at the time, mm. wearing studded leather armor. And you can see that the studs in the studs have been all pushed together with the leather. There's oh. the leather is wrinkled from something. Hmm. You peel the leather back and look at Gitter's chest. Mm. Gitter's ribs are powdered. Gosh. There's like just fractures everywhere. Gitter's internal organs are um are a soup. So some kind of strong force to the chest. Some kind of immense pressure on the chest. Does it seem like it's a um, uh, like a concentrated area on the chest or the whole chest? Seems like the whole chest. Okay, so I'm going to write in my journal, crushed, possibly. Okay. Um, can I... Okay, so organs are crushed. Organs are basically a slurry yeah. with delicious bone chunks in there. Yes. Cool. And it uh, seems contained on the chest, or if I move down to, like, pelvis... It seems contained on the, yeah, the chest. Okay, the very front. Hmm. Oh, chest and uh, stomach area. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, all right, I'll move on to arms, just all right. to have a look there. Two of his fingers show obvious calluses on it, okay. and you would deduce immediately that those calluses are from a skilled bowman. Was Gita a hunter, I ask, Thuder? Um... Thudu shakes, Thudu shakes her head. A, a short bow was found near the corpse. Okay. Presumably Gita's. Yes. Do I know of a short bow? Is that like a hunting bow? or You could use a short bow as hunting, yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's typically the sort of bow that you might use hunting on horseback, but not exclusively. Not by any Yeah, shot. for sure. For sure. Um, you, yeah, you find calluses there. Yeah. But you find no marks of, like, a struggle. There's no, like... Damage to any nails? Well, or yeah, like nothing like under the nails. Like yeah. as though Gita's not like scratched the chest yeah. or whatever this is. Um, at the the place where the body was found, I I don't suppose you know if there were any arrows discovered. Dudu shakes her head. No. Okay. Did she have a quiver, Gita? Yes. Okay. Can I have a look at the quiver? Thudu brings you the quiver. Um, it's stocked with twenty arrows. Is that typically? I mean, I guess is there like a this is how many arrows you bring kind you- of thing. You think to tip the quiver one way, because all the arrows are spaced very evenly out. Yeah. You think to tip the quiver upside down and look inside. Yeah. You can see that the quiver is subdivided with little strings of leather yeah. in inside the quiver. You can see clearly that this is meant to separate the arrows. Sure. Like, a, like how you might put bottles into like a six pack or whatever. Yeah, okay. Meant to separate the arrows for easier grabbing. All 20 arrows are still here. So no arrows fired. Hmm. That's very interesting. I suppose whatever this was came as a shock to Gita. Um, okay, well, let's have a look at the legs. All right. Get a good boy card. <gasps> Lucky devil me. And when you're inspecting Gita's legs, yeah. you see nothing of interest until you get to Gita's boots. Gita's boots are covered in a soft, 
milky residue. When you put a hand upon it and brush it forwards, it comes off and it's it doesn't really stick, but it does. It feels like a like a slush, like a like icy almost. You can tell that this is residue from the spell fog cloud. Oh, magic of some kind? Are there many magic? M- yes, uh, a yes. magical spell cast presumably by a creature with intelligence. An actual spell. Spell. Okay. Are there um. Many magic users in the village? Thudu shakes her head. I can cast a, a spell, but it's more prayer, I sure, would say. Sure, sure. Other than me... I just know magic use is somewhat rarer the further Other than out me, you get, so... Thudu shakes her head. There are no arcane casters in town. Oh, that's very interesting. A right wizard in my notebook with a question mark. Hmm. Fog cloud isn't going to cause. Fog cloud is just like a cloud of fog. It's 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 like obscure obs yeah. It obscures things. Obscuration. Obs- it gives light yeah. obscurity. Okay. Obfuscate. That's what I'm looking yes. for. Yeah. Okay. It, it might be enough to sneak up on a person. Sure. 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 The area you found Gita's body, the, there was none of this residue. I kind of gestured with my hand. Like uh, in the area, Thudu shakes her head. I didn't search it. Okay. Hmm. That would I believe the body was discovered by Mally. Okay. Well, th- well, thank you, Thudu. I, th- I think I've discovered everything I can from the body. All right. What would you like to do next? Um, well, first of all, I'd be like, look, I appreciate you letting me have a look. Um, I-, I think I got a lot of valuable information from this. Uh, I might. I spoke to a woodsman earlier, the gentleman who'd cut his hand. He said he was going to show me that part of the woods. Um, did, did I think that was far from the village? You think it would be kind of close, like within walking distance. You're not okay. gonna, you're not gonna be going. It's not a day trip. I guess what I'm just wondering is, like, is it worth chatting to Mally first about what the um, <laughs> the crime scene looked like uh, before heading out to the woods? If you ask Thudu, yeah, the crime scene seems a lot further than okay. where the woodsman. I'll, I'll head to where about. the woodsman was then. Okay, thank Do you, you Thudu, wanna... and well, tonight if you want to grab a drink uh, with you and the rest of the others. I'd love to do that again. It will be our weekly meeting tonight. Fabulous. I'll be there. Before you leave, Thudu gives you two health potions. Oh, much appreciated, Thudu. If you're journeying into the forest alone, Thudu says, be careful. I appreciate that. Well, again, like I said, when I make the trip, maybe even to the crime scene, if that's far away, I wouldn't say crime scene, <laughs> maybe even to the, the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe to where uh, Gita was killed. Yeah. Uh, maybe if I make the journey to where Gita was killed later today, I would love for you to accompany me. Do do nods. I can help uh, after six. Yeah. I Okay, no worries. I, I like to think I'm a skilled fighter, but as you saw with the wolves, sometimes I need a hand. No, it's not you. It's dangerous. Well, thank you very much. And I will head for um the woods. You track down... Oh, are you bringing the woodsman with you? Yeah. Oh, if he's, if he's outside. Yeah, 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 yeah he's, absolutely. Uh, he'll come with. Absolutely. He wants to show you. Great. Um, All right, with his help, you don't need to make any sort of roll. Cool. His name was uh, Grattan Wood. Grattan Wood, that's right. Yes. He takes you to where he was chopping wood. You see that there's a large, thick tree here, ironwood tree. Mm-hmm. At the base of it is an axe that is slightly chipped. Okay. Grattan points to the axe. That was mine. Okay. Uh, you Was the incident um, it, where you, you did... Sorry, let me begin again, Grattan. Did you attack the tree and then it attacked you back, or did you start to chop the tree and it attacked you? I was trying to chop it down. Yeah, well, reasonable. That's what a tree's for. And as soon as I swung, I could tell that something was wrong. When my axe 
struck upon the tree. It sounded like a bell rather than than iron on wood. And then my axe bounced back and cut me on the arm. I see. Uh, I go up to the tree and, like, I don't know, give it a feel, just a kind of a, an investigate, you know. The bark of the tree feels normal. You can see that there have been several cuts mm-hmm. made on the tree by an axe, presumably. Okay. It looks like someone has, uh, presumably Grattan, has been swinging at it for a little while mm-hmm. and made considerable headway. Okay. Uh, Grattan, would you mind if I uh, swung the axe at the tree? Go for it. All right, I'll pick up the axe and hook chop into the tree. With a single swing, you clear a lot of wood. Okay. The tree almost immediately starts toppling. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Kratten. <laughs> I, I don't know my own strength, I guess. What mysteries does this tree contain? Find out next time on Fall From Grace Part 1, The Hag. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.